I don't mean to be so uptight But my heart's been hurt a couple times By a couple guys that didn't treat me right I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie Alexa, play Meant to Be Okay If it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be Baby, just let it be If it's meant to be with Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Hello, Internet. I'm Fireball. And I'm the Orbiter. And this is our IRL thing. This is our first one. I'm so excited. I'm sorry. We ha- At the time of recording, we haven't got a name for this. Probably by the time it's uploaded, we will. Uh, so welcome to whatever we end up calling this. Cheers. Happy New Year. Yes. Happy New Year. Although it's been probably quite a while when this is um, uploaded. Anyway, this is just going to be us talking bollocks for half an hour to three quarters of an hour. Probably. And I don't even know what we're talking about yet. No. So today we are going to be talking about... Dum, dum, dum. Freedom of speech. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. It's quite an interesting topic. And it's quite a complicated topic, too. Yeah. Yeah. But... Presumably, I can say whatever the hell I like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. A lot of the times in this, we will be playing devil's advocate, so it's actually interesting. We won't tell you when those times are, because some of these opinions may also be shit-stirring. Yeah. The other thing, if there's anything that you hear that I say that you disagree with, um, that's just me proving a point by using my freedom of speech. So. Uh, also, if you have any complaints, make sure to tweet at real Donald Trump. <laughs> at real Donald Trump. He fucking sure shouldn't have... Freedom of speech, fucking. So that's an interesting banana. point. Uh, banana, what the fuck? No, I mean, <laughs> certain people should have freedom of speech. That's quite an interesting point. Did you see the latest one today? What you, you know, a day or two ago, Kim Kim, Kim Jong Un was saying about the red button oh, being yeah. on his desk. Uh, My button's bigger than yours, and it's more powerful. I saw somebody post something up on uh, Facebook saying uh, about um, kids at school being so. What was it that called work, caused World War Three? And the kids are replying with penis envy, which is basically what's going to happen, isn't it? If if it kicks off, but so that's freedom yeah. of speech. It's also freedom to broadcast is another well, thing. It's like. Um... In the UK, we have the Daily Mail, who frequently tell outright lies. Should they be free to do that, knowing that there are so many people that read that paper? Because then you get people that are misinformed. Well, see, there's a there's a difficult there's a parallel going on here because one of the things that that a lot of people uh, make the mistake over, and there's been some uh, high profile celebrities that this this is caught a cropper is that if you tweet or if you post anything online legally it's the equivalent of putting something in print which is covered by different laws um 
I'm not entirely sure what what the uh, what the legal system is, but there's a, there's like libel or there's defamation of character or there's uh, slander. I think slander is the verbal one, isn't it? Uh yes. Well, I think it's both. Uh, I believe the only restrictions in America for freedom of speech are slander, essentially. So what you picked up on there, or what what I've highlighted is, are we talking about, if we're talking about Twitter and we're talking about journalists posting, uh, you know, putting something in print, is that in the, uh, under the umbrella of this topic? Because is that count, counted as speech? We'll put this under the same topic because I don't think we could fill... Uh... I suppose essentially we're moving on to then, we're including in freedom of speech or we're considering in conjunction with freedom of speech, the freedom of the press. Yes. It's an interesting thing. And I'm kind of, um, myself, undecided to an extent on this. Uh, Really, what's the best way to put this? If there are restrictions on the press, then you could get really authoritarian things going on where any press that criticizes the government could end up being silenced or censored but on the other hand then you can stop certain it's a slippery slope isn't it yeah you you kind of you kind of there's going to be a gray area and you're going to be you're going to be limiting comedy and humor and satire if you have you have you ever read viz no that's uh, that's got so i mean it, it it kind of it's it's a comic but it's an, kind of an adult comic it's got like um buster gonad and his unfeasibly large testicles and um fat slags like comic strip things but they've got like news pages as well which are like satirical you know they're obviously not true but everyone who buys viz knows that they're not reading a newspaper so should there be rules regarding whether or not um, something that is put in print is is identified by the author as factual or um, editorial or... Because there's the other thing as well is if you're going to claim that something's factual when you put it in print, presumably you have to back that up with whatever the source of those facts is. And that's one of the things that's kind of dodgy for, for press isn't it They're, yeah they don't have to reveal their sources well quite often they do but the scary thing that you sometimes find is um either the sources that they're using aren't verifiable themselves or they use a source that cites them as a source and it's a sort of circular source site thing if you know what i mean that's kind of cheating really yeah i don't know if they set that up themselves or i just ending up accidentally doing that i have a i have a i mean i I know freedom of the press is um a necessary part of um a a democratic society but is it an illusion are the press really free you know i well i suppose to agree that they are free to print whatever they like to an extent uh, I know well, it's becoming dated, but yeah. I, I, I actually do not, by choice, do not buy any newspapers and haven't done for years simply because of... And it's probably a, a case of bad apples is that I just... 
in general, I think of the press as vermin, mm. which is quite well. The, and then you sad. get certain papers that do genuinely tell the truth and do Exposes quite interesting and... stories. Yeah, that are very important. Mm. I think there's a Mark Twain quote: "If you don't read the, uh, if you don't read the news, you're uninformed." But if you read the news, you're misinformed. Yeah, I don't. I didn't know that quote, but I kind of, I, I totally agree with that. And then <laughs> you get onto hate speech. Do you? <laughs> well, it's a, it's another area of what, what what counts as hate speech as well, because what's hateful to one person isn't to another. You know. Yeah, because that's the think... definition. Yeah, who defines that is quite difficult because uh, you do get some, uh, let's say, these big Christian groups that are claiming that they're being persecuted because they're not allowed to... We're, we're going to end up on religion, aren't we? Yeah, well, it is quite <laughs> a big part of this, I would say. Yeah. There is some, there is some degree there. Uh, yeah, because I... there's hate speech about certain religions. Like, here you have... Some people that really hate Muslims, and actually, this is this is for no good reason. A totally relevant part of the discussion to have because I'm I'm I actually sat here and thought right that second, do I have to be careful about what I say now because the content of this um, video is going to be online? Could we get into trouble if I say something which offends someone? Uh, you're always going to get people that are offended, but it yeah, depends I'm, I'm how Talking valid. about in a legal sense, though. Am I, am I yeah. legally at risk? I if don't I, think you would be. I suppose it's a difference between insulting someone and um, questioning their ideology. Um, but but again, that's a matter of opinion, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's kind of a grey area in that sense. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not targeting any specific religion when I say this, so I think I'm safe to say it. In that, I, I, I truly believe we're getting off the subject here, but yeah. I truly believe that religion is, um, <laughs> you're trying to word this as carefully as possible. Oh, I'm trying to be truthful about what I think. Um, I, th I think it's on its way out. Yeah, it's going to take a long time. I'm seeing it gradu gradually. More secular things are getting introduced across at least the Western world. But when that happens, the people who are rooted in a faith and see that being at threat surely are in, then in danger of becoming more adamant about their beliefs to themselves. I mean, um, to to be perfectly honest i used to be religious um up until probably the sort of early adulthood um mid to late teens and it probably took me about 10 15 years after that before i realized that it was okay to say i'm an atheist to myself mm. even though i knew that i didn't believe in uh I mean, this is this is a. It's all about semantics, really, isn't it? I think I think what for me religion gets wrong is is labeling. 
what's essentially the creative forces behind the universe. You know, it's no, it's no accident that thousands of years ago the the church were that the, or the religions were involved in scientific research because for them it was about gaining more knowledge about the creative powers behind what formed our universe. Hmm. We should probably... Um, this is freedom of speech. <laughs> is this part of freedom of speech? Well, I feel a... like we went off on a bit of a tangent there. Yeah. We always end up talking about religion, though. <laughs> yeah, that might be uh, quite a common theme throughout uh, these this series of whatever it is. Actually, do you know what I think would be really good? Would be if anybody who's watching this has their own setup for doing sort of uh, you know online chats and what have you. It would be good to to hook up with another you know with other people online to have a an online discussion, and that that could so get in touch if you if you if, fancy that. Yeah, if you and if you've got any idea on telling us how to get it set up because we've had numerous technical issues. Okay, yeah. should should we try and get back to freedom of speech? Or sure, yeah, that's Jonathan the, Pie. It, I like Jonathan Pie. Yes, if you haven't heard of him, go check out his channel. Like whatever it's called, I don't know. I think it's just called Jonathan Pie. <laughs> he does uh, sort of, well, not really satirical, but basically just takes the piss out of things and. I don't know if he is actually a reporter that just does this on the side, or if that's I don't a know. setup. He, he does do. He does tour. Um, he's got a show, a, t- a touring show. I don't know whether it's like a particular form of sort of stand-up. Uh, I mean, uh, from the trailer, I would say that it is. Yeah, he kind of um, masquerades as a a journalist reporter, doesn't he? Yeah, um, who's, and then who's in the like middle just of just done a report, yeah. and he and he's and he's just having a chat with his producer. Essentially, I find that quite funny because he rips the piss out of um, politicians. Well, let's face it; most of them deserve it. <laughs> Fair enough. <clears throat> uh, so yes, back on to freedom of speech. Uh, that was a good segue into how free satire should be yeah that's a difficult one as well because there are there are several really i believe really good comedians who deliberately play on that boundary issue you know there's no end of comedians that you'll see like oh was that a step too far or you know but people laugh when they're being pushed into their discomfort zone yeah, and then they end up laughing about the fact that they're laughing about it because it's a shock to them that that they find themselves laughing about. Well, there is yeah that sort of shock value to those comedians, and that's why people go see them. People like um, Jimmy Carr and Frankie Boyle. Uh, but I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about people that you know probably do sort of news reports, but in a satirical fashion. And that's the main idea of their comedy, like um, John Oliver. Yeah. But then you could get some satirists that, you know, people uh, don't really take it enough as satire. And sometimes, 
I don't know how often you know they kind of push the boundaries of the Do you truth. Know what, though? I, I... But with most that, I I found that generally the funny thing about them is that they're using common sense to I'm, look at the news. I must admit, I'm 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 in the same camp as Stephen Fry on that issue about offending people. Um, and you know, he 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 his his philosophy on it is that um, so you know you've taken offense at what i've said so fucking what it's yeah. like people remember that take offense... offense don't give it yeah absolutely offense is something that's taken yeah it's it's quite a difficult thing to gauge especially on the internet because everyone gets offended at everything uh <laughs> we might get some people offended at what we're saying yeah and then you'll just prove our point <laughs> Thank you very much for your input. Uh, there's a story about sort of freedom of speech. If you haven't heard of this person, Alex Jones, right-wing pundit in America, who uh, runs this conspiracy uh, theory sort of show where he goes through a bunch of conspiracy theories that are absolutely bonkers and have no evidence to back them up and some people genuinely believe them and take action on it i believe um he claimed a pizza shop in new york was run by pedophiles and that so someone tried to shoot up that pizza shop right so you do get some danger if you just allow free speech to run wild, but then you're like, well, in an open and free society, is it not? Is that just the risk that we have to is take? Is it not widely known that this guy? I mean, does d- does he make it clear that these are uh, conspiracy theories and and utter tripe stories? Or well, does he report it as news? He reports it as news. Right. Uh, he got in legal trouble for that particular uh, why am incident. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> and he had to say that it was the character of him that was in that show, not him, so that he didn't get sued. Well, I, by that token, I could go out and do anything and just claim that I was playing a role. Mm. I mean, we all have different different characters that we that we play in different parts of our lives. I mean, I suppose the fact that his is on screen at that point is, you know, he's playing a, a character, but... Is it made clear that it's fiction? You know, when you go no. to... Well, if people are actually believing it and, you know, they aren't actually mentally ill people that are believing it, it's a quite a big audience. Mm. But you have the thing with the broadcast of War of the Worlds back in the... Was it the 50s? Originally. I can't remember when it was, but, uh, you know, the BBC... Oh, no, it was on in America. I don't know. I have no idea what I'm talking about. But I know it's a famous famous thing that people started panicking because they were listening to a broadcast of a dramatisation of War of the Worlds when it was first put on the radio. Hmm. And they thought there was an alien invasion going on. Yeah. Because to be honest, people can be pretty stupid at times. You probably know that. You probably dealt with a lot of stupid people. And... Um, when you can't see the boundary between i mean i suppose outright saying none of this is real we're just gonna talk bollocks really it it kind of um ruins the immersion i suppose in a story 
beforehand you have to go oh no this this is totally not real you, this is not happening yeah then you get the opposite situation where you where you go to see a film and it says based on a true story and it's like you, you might be stretching that a little bit you know it's obviously yeah. dramatized so under freedom of speech there's a lot of um things about interpretation of that speech and how that gets interpreted can maybe it's more about intent but intent doesn't always equal what actually is interpreted and that's that's then another example of uh but then you can the receiver being the one that was but then you can just say oh i said this thing i didn't intend for people to believe it afterwards though yeah yeah i mean i've been in situations where so-called friends have said something and you you get upset by it and they're like oh, i don't i don't mean it like that you know i was only joking i was only like pulling your leg and it's like you th- and you try to work around in your head how could that possibly have been i mean if it was a joke you're not funny you know it's like mm. but I, th- I think in those situations, sometimes it's a case of somebody backing out because they've realised what hole they've dug themselves into. Yeah. yeah. Some people don't know when to do that, though. And some people truly don't actually realise what they're like. <laughs> they actually believe that, they, that they're nice people because they're just being themselves and sometimes aren't aware that they're upsetting people. And this got deep all of a sudden. <laughs> so yeah, I don't feel like we talked enough about the hate speech thing. Yeah, what... it's quite a big area of it because I believe in the UK it is obviously threat is something that's I think pretty much illegal worldwide, hmm. and um, but just general hate speech. First of all, what is counted as hate speech, and then um, whether that should be illegal. Well, do we have a definition? I do have my laptop here. You can't see it. So I shall look up the very definition of hate speech. Because I would imagine that the the definition would vary from country to country. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's particularly racism in the United Kingdom. There's also incitement to religious hatred, isn't there? Yeah, this is um, uh, it's because you know we're both atheists. Sometimes we will mock religions. It's okay if you have your own religious beliefs, by the way. That's fine, but we will sometimes mock the actual beliefs. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with people practising their own religion. It's just like when it starts to get to kind of... It's a difficult one because there are aspects of certain religions which require them to try to spread their religion. Yeah. You know, like evangelistic Christians. You know, it really annoys me when right. I see them Here's out. Here's the definition the of hate speech. Hate speech is speech which attacks a person or group on the basis of attributes such as race, religion, ethnic origin sexual orientation, disability, or gender. Which attacks a person. So you've got to define what yeah. attack means then, really. I mean, is is um, what you might consider justified criticism, could that be could that be interpreted as an attack? And then you get um, stereotyping, where um, 
yeah, there's probably a lot of stereotypes about gay people being very camp. And at what point does that become hate speech? Because you know, there is a certain point where you're like, yeah, that's a bit much. It's, it's a really difficult one because I think along with a lot of uh, issues like sexual harassment and bullying in the workplace, all that sort of stuff, the the crucial part is how it's received. Yeah, it can eat well. Sometimes the receiver is at fault. Like um, I say, anyone, a lot of people on the internet just take offense for things that are not really something that to be taking offense at. But then everybody's got a different past. Um, yeah, some, something that really upsets me might not necessarily upset somebody else because they haven't been through the same things I've been through. So do I then have a right to <laughs> accuse them of, you know, inappropriate conduct or whatever? Um, I mean, they had that whole thing with the uh, the Me Too thing that went round um, yeah. last year. And I, I actually felt quite... <laughs> it's a good thing that it's all coming out into the open, yeah. but I actually felt, I actually felt a little bit um, there is, because I did see some people who hadn't actually been sexually harassed. They were just uh, showing sympathy with people that had and saying, well, I've used sex to get what I want. I know that it's... But a, that's not really the person that they're having sex with. I know that it's, that it's a reflection of the, of the, of the perceived um, direction that it usually happens in, but I felt that as a bloke... I didn't have a right to join in with any of that, even though I have been sexually abused and I have been sexually harassed in the workplace. And I felt that if I, and it's probably a reflection on society that as a man, I feel, I don't feel empowered to admit that. And I use the word yeah. admit deliberately because it feels like an admission of guilt. You know, it's like, yeah, I mean, at a point, women coming up with that coming out with that sorry uh would be considered oh you're just lying and you were wearing something funny it was like they probably weren't and um i suppose the difference is in the in the sort of intimidatory kind of aspect and, and whether it continues i mean i you know a specific instance uh, when i was uh, in a job i was doing a couple of years ago uh, a female colleague slapped me on the ass really hard and kind of in a joking way um but, but yeah. it was actually quite hard and you know i i felt uncomfortable about how, where that might go you know it wasn't a case of i, I uh, the way the situation was dealt with i i j- semi-jokingly said i could have you up with sexual harassment charges for that you know um and i was kind of half joking half not because if it you know if she continued to do stuff like that or it had escalated in any way then i you know i would have been quite in my right but she didn't there is a matter of context uh i think there was a survey yougov did recently and um basically it was of what the British public thought uh, certain actions would be considered sexual harassment. 
Mm. Uh, one of them was winking at women, and 3% of people thought that that was sexual harassment. 3% is not a lot, though. Yeah, I know. I'll try and get the actual survey up so that I can um, find some... But like you said, it, it, it is really about context. I mean, uh, that that could literally just be a, a way of indicating to somebody that you that you're joking about something. But at the same time, it could actually be really creepy if yeah, if you don't know each other and you're not in that kind of way. I believe this is, or it could study. be an appropriate form of flirting. Yeah, because with certain things, you're like, well. The first time, it could just be an actual thing where you're like, well, I actually want to flirt with this person. How do I do that without mm. being considered? That's the key, But then you it? get repeated stuff. Yeah, that's the key. I think uh, with the same thing with that slap on the arse incident, I think the key yeah. is how how did the person react? Right, so, so there's some stuff like trying to take a photo up a women's skirt, which almost unanimously... People think it's sexual harassment. Fair enough. Pinching bottoms. Non-consensual, presumably. Yeah, all of or these are a man doing this, though, I would say. None of this say a woman doing this to a man or a man doing this to a man. I think there's two separate issues going woman. on there, then. I think it's important to recognise yeah. if a situation is primarily women that are suffering from it, yeah. fine. But I think it's far it does, too often it does make referred those, to yeah. as... A man doing something to a woman when it's irrelevant. It's a person doing something to a person. Yeah. Whether they're men or women, it's unacceptable. You need to get Fine, a lot of refer to the statistics, but I find it quite annoying when gender's not relevant. Don't bring it up. on the internet uh, often make quite broad statements. Uh, I believe they're often called social justice worries, that sort of stuff, and. Um, like they make broad statements like all men rape and that's just not true i think i think sometimes and then at that point it turns into instead of feminism misandrism what's that mean uh well you know like misogynism sort of uh derogatory towards women misandrism would be derogatory towards men right yeah i I think there's a perhaps for me a mistaken assumption by a lot of people that feminism is about equality. Yeah, so there's um but one here Surely uh, that would be human. A man directing sexual jokes uh on women. And most people believe that to be sexual harassment. Um it it, it directing well, is a bit see, but vague. It says that the question is, um, which of the following would you consider to be sexual harassment if a man who was not a romantic or sexual partner or friend? It does it say friend? It's, it does say friend. I just read that actually. Yeah, if it's a friend. Mm. It does seem a little bit random that you would do yeah. any of those things to somebody who wasn't at least a friend. You know, I mean, you don't go and but make then a sexual joke to somebody. Who, the last who one you're is not a man. With. Uh, asking a woman out for a drink, which, to be honest, a stranger might do as a attempt to pick someone up. Yeah, a man looking at a woman's breast. There's a big drop-off. Men, by the looks of it, don't think that's sexual harassment <laughs> at all. 
and uh, women. Well, it really depends on how you're looking and whether it's deliberate. You know, it's like yeah. it's a rather large area to um, completely visually avoid. And you know, as a teenage boy going through puberty, I do often find myself t- deliberately avoiding looking at anything in that area. That'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do you do you mean that you, you just gain confidence with that? Or... Um, no, you just probably learn to get away with it better. <laughs> wow, that's kind of creepy, <laughs> in a way. It depends. I mean, obviously, you you don't want to be a lech, you know. You don't want to be kind of yeah, giving unwelcome attention to anyone, but. You know, I don't. I don't see the. I don't see the big issue about what what's so um, individually specific about breasts. You know, I mean, why why is it any any more acceptable to look at someone's ears or their arms or? Their well, breasts torso? are particularly sexualized. And why is that? It's yeah, like, that's a weird thing. It's got nothing to if do. You think of it. Well, their I mean, actual I mean, purpose I, within the human is well within a woman is to produce milk for children. So it's kind of weird that it's sexualized. And maybe that's that's another instance of of an inequality going on because it's not sexualized with men nearly as much. You know, blokes can walk around with their tops off. Well, issue. it's kind of sexualized. It's just only if they've got a six pack or something. Mm. And I suppose that's more like the abs and stuff. Right. Yeah, I th- I think I just I don't know. I don't see the big deal. You know, it's like. Yeah, I feel there's simultaneously too much done and not enough done, which is weird to say. Those who have just sort of had people ask them out sometimes act as if they've been violated. Yeah. And a lot of things with um, how, I mean, if you've listened to how some, I mean, you're probably an exception because you and mum met online, but um, a lot of people asking out that are older couples did this persistently until they got together, that sort of thing. So it, it's this persistent sexual harassment because it actually maybe ended up with them being partners. Mm. It's, it's, I suppose every, everything has to be taken in the context of the of the sort of social environment that you, you know, grow up in. Um, yeah. But then you can't know what social environment everyone else has grown up in. No. And how they'll take certain things. So I suppose a lot of places it's just once they've been asked to stop, at what point it becomes sexual harassment. <clears throat> just have a bit of respect for people. That's, yeah. that's all it boils down a, to. A genuine <clears throat> just sort of rule for everything, though. Yeah. Peace, man. Woman and child. And all genders in between. Because we're going to get in trouble for that if we don't say it. <laughs> you see, it's quite an interesting... Because talking about freedom of speech and talking about offence, you're worried that you'll offend someone. So it's yeah. kind of an interesting way to 
uh, see that point, I think. Really? <laughs> uh, so, uh, with this IRL thing, do you guys don't know if we're just going to do this next week with a different topic or if um, we thought about playing board games and card games and having a... We weren't exactly sure how to set out the camera on that because whether we wanted the focus to be on us or the game. And um, Me. It's all about me. We, I briefly thought about doing sketches, uh, but I don't know if we can actually think of something funny to do a sketch on. Not on the spur of the moment like that, no. No. This is why you get people that are comedy writers. And why we're not. Yes. <laughs> so that we might not do sketches. But we might. We might. We don't know what's going to happen. Nobody knows what's going to happen. No. Ah! Jesus. You didn't know that was going to happen, did you? Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes, so we... Should... <laughs> it's all descended into chaos. Yeah, so we, we started talking about freedom of speech, ended up on offence and sexual harassment. Via religion. Yeah, as... we may have to cover the same topics that we talk about here a bit more. We should have a phone-in show. A phone-in show? Well, all right, then. A, 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 a chat show. Let's do a chat show. Well, who, An online chat show. An online chat show. Who's, yeah. who's going to give us like suggestions and questions? I don't know. What, what is... You'd, you'd, have, yeah. you'd, have, you'd have to go live stream, and I know you're not really into that. Well, yeah, just what the chances that um, any just random person would go oh look at this thing well we could try it we could just sit and chat and if nobody comes in they don't come in but we've recorded it anyway i suppose and then if they do we can say do you have any do you have any questions because we're we're recording a thing and you're live now yes <laughs> please don't go away <laughs> i have Sadly, to i have I to actually um on my um live stream chat thing that i've got you get levels of expertise if you like and i'm a i'm a i think i'm a i'm either a junior or a rookie i'm working towards being a captain to, but to be a captain i have to guest five people guess five people yeah you can uh if you if you if you're doing a live stream you get um the people coming in to do like text chat with you while they're watching you um but you can invite any of those people that are in your room to to guest and then it does a split screen where you're talking to them, you're talking to them live across the internet. But then, um, is that at the same time? At the same time as what? Do you have to guess five people at the same time? Oh, no, 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 just that you just have to, to, to get to that level, I just need to have guessed it five times. All right, so it doesn't have to be different people. Either. No, I think you can only guess one at a time because you get like a guest queue sometimes. Right. Uh, so yeah, we should probably be wrapping up. Okay, so that's Have our you freedom thought of, of a name during this? For what? For this um, talking bollocks thing. Firebolt and the orbiter talk bollocks, or just breaking dad talk talks bollocks. 
breaking bollocks. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, that might not. That might not. Um, that might not be allowed on YouTube. Breaking bollocks. You can do like the asterisk thing. Oh, that's true. Asterisk. Anyway, I don't think about the bollocks French is considered character. an expletive. Do well, not. it is. It's sort of a rude word, but it's not exactly a swear. I wouldn't say. Anyway, we have rambled on for long enough. We should probably wrap this up. So I have been Firebolt. And I've been the Orbiter. And this has been us talking bollocks. It has indeed. You've got to say your thing. What? Oh, farewell. See you next time. Wave. Oh, sorry. (laughs) That'll do. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Okay, time out. You're going to let your budget be the boss of you? Take control with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay for car insurance, and we'll help you find options that fit your budget. Here's some music to get you pumped. I hear your budget laughing at you. Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me. Ignore them! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What can I get you? Hey, Santa. A pony and an iPhone for my mom. She really wants one. That's a lot. Look, at Metro, they'll give you an iPhone 6S just for switching. Charlie Jingle Bells. I should switch to Metro. It's smart. You should. Get this unbelievable deal under your tree. Switch and get an iPhone 6S on us. Hurry, because deals this good don't last long. Metro by T-Mobile. Plus sales tax and activation fee. Not valid for current T-Mobile network numbers or numbers active on Metro in past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions.